Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When in doubt, go back to the fundies. It's your Yahoo Sports Canada daily podcast for Thursday, October 24th. But first, sports. Hello, Canada, and good morning after a furious start to the week with games and emotional highs and lows from some of the local teams. Wednesday night was a bit of a night to kick your feet up a little bit and watch all the drama happen to somebody else for a change. Most of the NBA had their seasons kick off on Wednesday. Some Canadians made waves with some standout performances. Toronto FC saved their best for the very last in their playoff game in New York. And Game 2 of the World Series featured a swift implosion to turn the tide late. But first, we start on the ice. It was a light night in the NHL, just two games to talk about. The Senators won their second game of the year, and the Lightning won a barn burner over the Pittsburgh Penguins. But that is not what we're talking about today. If you've been ingrained in the online world of hockey, you probably know... My guests this morning, Ollie Postinen and Jacob Ardown, are the duo known better as On the Bench, a pair of absolute beauticians that are YouTube hockey sensations. They have over 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, people that just devour their instructional videos for how to play hockey the right way. It's a hit with fans and players alike. They've had NHL stars like Johnny Gaudreau, Jeff Carter, Connor McDavid, Drew Doughty, Jack Eichel, Braden Holtby, Marc-Andre Fleury, and a whole lot more. They've all joined these guys to get a lesson in the fundies of real hockey. And the boys had gotten so big, they made the leap from YouTube to the literary world. They wrote a book, their first book, aptly titled The Fundies was released on Tuesday. They had a big party and an event at the Rec Room in Toronto. Last night, they've been touring all over the place, giving live instruction at their show. And the boys join me now, fellas, for all the dusters and grocery sticks out there that may not know what to expect. What is the book, The Fundies, all about? Yeah, it's a pretty greasy read. You know, it's, I mean, natural athletes turned authors. It's a, that's a feat for people most people can't even read so that's not true jacob well i'd like everyone i know that can't read maybe that's accurate yeah obviously you guys are natural athletes we've been over that yeah correct it's, you can tell it if i'm looking at you where did you get the idea to jump from your natural athleticism to the written world because it's not really one and the same um i just uh obviously like you go through spots where there's like no cell phone reception so you can't get every video mm-hmm. uh so writing it down especially like people need the funnies everywhere they look because it's not just about hockey you put that into everyday life like you're walking down the streets of to here it's crowded so you got to get the elbows up you got to be ready to pop the book out and just go through it. you got to power through so making that transition was super easy because we're really good at everything makes sense uh what can we what do we get from the fundies obviously i mean 
other than the fundamentals, like what what do we what do we, what, do we, what, do, what would I learn if I were to read through this? Pretty today? much everything. Like if you want to, do you play hockey? Yeah. Yeah. What do you play forward or or goalie? F forward. Forward. Nice. Gotcha. Well, like if you want to poorly get scout get scouted, like if you're trying to still make it, you start at the front there. That's going to help you with exercises, what to eat, um, what to do to get noticed. It's all that stuff everything and you get, like we said before like you can take it anywhere you go so it's not just about hockey it's not just about you know everyone can learn systems everyone can pass a biscuit everyone can shoot a biscuit but can you do it right and that's what we're here for we do everything right you do everything wrong so this started with video obviously everyone's seen the videos yeah, yeah. Our, our private video was leaked that's why we had to start doing it <laughs> yeah it was in energy where did the idea come to start doing the videos you had you knew you had to pass on your knowledge um, like I said, I think it was just leaked. We didn't have a choice, right? Yeah, and we were just doing it for, like, game footy so that we could, like, go back and look at ourselves. Like, we know, that like, we're perfect, but maybe there was, like, something, something we missed, that we yeah. could fix. Like, maybe longer blades for uh, skating on concrete or mm. shorter, depending. Um, so filming it was pure accident um, and then just got leaked out. After that, we had no choice but to show the world how great we were. You guys have had... A real explosion. You've worked with a lot of players. You've worked with a lot of guys. Who do you think you've seen in the league now, or maybe in the league past, that, that embodies uh, the on-the-bench sort of vibe perfectly in the game? I wouldn't say... Uh, a bunch. Well, I wouldn't say like anyone does it like perfectly. Um, yeah, closest close, close you can get. Closest, I would go to, like, do you remember Ally Frady? Of course. The guy's a legend. Yeah. And that flow and the shot, and the guy's a weapon out there. I think, uh, like, nowadays I'm going to go with Chucky. He, sure. uh, he's pretty greasy. He likes to mix it up, and that's I feel like he's read the book already. Yeah, I think he read it while we were writing it. Yep. Kid's a smart kid, for sure. And you guys are from, we talked about, you're from, you're from Alberta? Yeah. Calgary, are you Flames guys? Yeah. yeah. Flames fan. Yeah. What do you think? Not a great start. You know, it's uh, tough, but uh, we had some, uh, I would say, rocky trades, you know? bringing down Lucic, and now Neil's lighting it up in Edmonton. Um, but we got Cam Talbot, and uh, he was rocking a shutout streak as a backup tenure for the first, what, seven games? Yeah, so he had a shutout for seven games, and Coach put him in. Yeah. So I don't know. And, you know, the Flames will bounce back. Um, that's that's what they do. They start off slow, and they're a third-period team. Everyone knows that. You watch years pass. They just come come in strong in the end, and, and they'll make plops for sure. <laughs> what do you guys think? <laughs> Sorry, uh, league wide, rest of the league. What do you guys see in, that you like or dislike? Yeah, in, in the league, uh, I like. Well, I mean, it's a lot easier because I I don't like how like it's just becoming about more skill. Nobody's trying to hit. Nobody's trying to fight, and that's what we really need. We need that clutch and grab, the stick work, all that kind of stuff. So when I see plays of guys like diving and chopping hands and stuff like that, I love it. Um, but little guys like Jack Hughes, like he's got to start mucking it up a little bit and getting in there kind of like martin st louis used to do it mm-hmm. so he's got to take some notes from the oh, little guys no, like no, it's french it's martin st louis oh yeah martin st louis yeah. um so stuff like that uh yeah i just i'd like to see the game get a lot tougher again that's what we're trying to do did you see that dive sorry did you see that see that Zar- that zarnik dive oh when he just got gets off yeah yeah he just unreal. wrecked him unreal. all right you guys are elite athletes uh you got the fundies uh the book What's we already talked about sort of how this is usable in everyday life, but what's the if you had to pick one big learning that someone listening to this can learn, not to give the whole book away, but what's one thing that they teach in this book 
that someone who was on the fence, maybe they hear this and they go, oh, I got I to gotta hear more about that? I think for me, the biggest thing is uh, playing for the name bar. So basically, you're trying to impress scouties, and that could be anybody. You're trying to get that promotion, anything in your job, whatnot. You got to play for the name bar. If you don't look out for yourself, who's going to do it, right? So you just got to play selfish. You got to play flashy. Lots of toe drags, lots of flips. Uh, between the leg shots, like you always want to try and get on the score sheet and make it look really good so they remember you. Uh, for me, it has to be um, crucial plays like you know your team's getting blown out it's like four to two or something and you know you don't want to get that loss on your shoulders so we write about you know you got the perfect time to fake an injury Mm. so that loss isn't on your shoulders leave it on the team yeah leave it on the team but if you're winning obviously you know you stay in for a bit i mean get on the ice quick change get back if someone gets a point you try and chizzy it from the ref be like hey 24 got that too yeah so i mean it's just crucial parts that you need to learn about hockey smart stuff that's that's smart hockey yeah that's what we're here for the pros get back at it tonight 10 games on the nhl schedule throughout the evening in the nba a day after the toronto raptors kicked off the season with the ring ceremony and the banner raising There were 11 games on the hardwood last night with a few notable debut performances to kick off the season. First, Kyrie Irving had 50 in his first game with the Brooklyn Nets. He was absurd down the stretch, red hot, but it wasn't enough. The Nets fell to the Minnesota Timberwolves in OT 127-126. Canadian R.J. Barrett made his debut with the New York Knicks. He looked very strong, showcasing the whole toolbox. He had dunks, the threes. He had some very tough finishes on the rack. It was a very good game from RJ. He had 21, but surprise, surprise, the Knicks blew a late lead and lost to the San Antonio Spurs. Another Canadian making an impressive debut, Shy Gilgis Alexander. He looked excellent in his first game with the Oklahoma City Thunder. He had a career high, 26 points, but that too was not enough. The Thunder fell to the Utah Jazz, and whoops, I didn't uh, I didn't mean to profile three players who lost games. But trust me, they, they all played very well uh, among the 11 games to start off the season. A great night of basketball, and we are officially back into full swing of the NBA season. And the Raptors are back in action on Friday against the Boston Celtics, who opened their season with a loss to the Philadelphia 76ers on the pitch. Toronto FC's ridiculous playoff run continues after scoring four times in the first 15 minutes of extra time in their first game. Alejandro Pozuelo scored a penalty in the 90th minute to beat NYCFC in the conference semifinals. He had a pair of goals in the game, and now Toronto is in the East Final in the MLS. That that game goes Wednesday. And Toronto is now one win away from the MLS Cup final once again. And they do so all without Josie Altidore at the front of the lineup. An incredible run by Toronto FC. And we will see next week if they can continue it. And finally, in the World Series last night, all was going well. As both teams came into the seventh inning in a competitive game, it was tied at two. But then everything imploded. The Nats scored six times in the seventh inning, and that wasn't even as bad as it got. They poured more on in the eighth and ninth. They closed the game out with a 12-3 to win. The Astros, 
who sent Garrett Cole to the mound in Game 1 and Justin Verlander in Game 2 to lose both games at home. That just doesn't happen when those guys pitch at home. The heavy, heavy favorites, the Astros, now find themselves down two games to none as the series shifts back to Washington. They aren't finished yet. But boy, they are behind the eight ball to start this series off. And the Washington Nationals go from having never won a playoff series to being two wins away from a World Series title. What a swing. Unbelievable. Game three is Friday in D.C. The Nats have a chance to put an incredible amount of pressure on, really grab a hold of the series. This could hypothetically, it could be over. By Saturday night, we will see what the Astros have to say about that. But that is then, this is now, and that is all the time I've got for this morning's show. We will have plenty more to talk about tomorrow, and I will speak to you about it then. Until that point, have yourself an excellent Thursday.